What's up, guys? You're listening to Confessions of a Gym Rat, getting you through the nine to five as healthily and happily as possible. Here we are on another Monday, and it is officially my birth week. Very, very important. I, I think I mentioned this a few episodes. I actually don't really love my birthday just because I feel like it's always uh, disappointing when like certain people don't reach out to you and like there's a like, I don't know, you always have a vision of like what your perfect birthday is going to look like or you see other people having like such fun birthdays and then something goes wrong on yours and there's like a lot of room, I guess, almost to be let down. But with that said, I've been doing a pretty good job in the past year of kind of channeling this confident, like positive energy almost. And instead of self-deprecating, like being like, oh, I look so like I don't look good in this outfit or whatever. I'll just I, I like I kind of do almost the opposite where instead of like, you know, trying to get a little laugh out of someone being like, oh, my God, I look like a blah, blah, blah. I'll just be like, I look freaking amazing. Like, wow. Like, just, I just like sometimes I just look at myself and I'm like, I can't believe how beautiful you are, you know? And it's of course I'm joking. Like, I'm not saying it seriously, but I've noticed that I've just felt more confident since I started replacing that self-deprecation with a positive note, even if it's, even if I don't mean it, you know, it's like I'm putting less bad into the universe. I hope that makes sense. Anyway, the point is that I kind of joke around. I'm like, it's my birth week. Like everybody better be treating me like it's my birth week because this is my week and my birthday. And I don't really mean it, obviously, you know, it's like my birthday is only my birthday. It's another day for just everybody else. Um, But instead of being anxious for it, I'm super, super excited uh, this week or this past week, I should say was quite a crazy one. I'm sure you saw if you're following along with my stories, but I was gone on a work trip. I left on Monday. I came home on Thursday and I I've told you guys, and I touched upon it last week, work trips for me, I try and stay as like on par with my regular routine as I can. What I was at, and if you're in sales, or any, any sales and marketing role for like a bigger company, I'm sure you guys have something similar, but basically at the beginning of our fiscal year, we have a big training um, and we all get together. It's just internal and it's a good opportunity for everyone to meet up with each other and see people that like you don't normally see because they don't live in your territory. Um, so as much as it is a workshop and learning experience during the day, everyone kind of goes out at night and it's like a good bonding experience and you know, the mem- the memories you make on these trips or, or on this trip specifically are the foundations for like the relationships you'll build is what I'm trying to get at. And to take it even step further, what I'm really trying to get at is there was some drinking involved. <laughs> there had to be. I actually did pretty well for myself. Listen, I knew I wanted to get up on Tuesday and Wednesday, not Thursday, because I was going to go home and just go to the gym at home. I wanted to get up Tuesday and Wednesday and work out before I had a full entire day's worth of meetings. We had breakfast started at seven. The last meetings didn't end until around five. And then we had dinner afterwards until like 10. So they were really long days. They're like 15 hour days. Um, So I knew that I wanted to get some time in the gym, time by myself, like time to release some energy because I'll go insane if I'm around people all the time and I don't just have like a little Liz moment, you know what I mean? 
Uh, but with that being said, I didn't want to go crazy Monday and Tuesday night because I knew the repercussions that would occur the next morning if I did. So I did pretty well. I think like a big part of the people in my life at this point, and hopefully you feel the same, shouldn't really be peer pressuring you to do anything. I mean, it's one thing to joke around, you know, it was like the last night I was peer pressuring my friend kind of a little bit, which sounds pretty hypocritical now that it's coming out of my mouth, but I'm like, oh, just one shot, just one shot. But what I'm trying to get at is like your real friends, like if you're like, no, no, like I don't want to do a shot. They're not going to keep pushing. No, like, come on, like, don't be lame. Just do shot. It's like, no, okay. We don't all have to get drunk all the time to have fun. We don't all feel the need to drink all the time. And some of us don't want to deal with the repercussions. So I still had a fantastic time with all my friends. It was so nice having the group all together again. Um, but yeah, that was it. I got, it was, listen, it was hard. I was tired. I went home on Thursday and I think we all did. I slept for three hours when I got home. And the only reason why I got up honestly was because my cousin called me and my phone started ringing and I was like, didn't even know where my phone was, had to find it for a second. Um, I was running on very little sleep, but I did get up and get the workouts in, which I'm proud of. I got up like an hour earlier than I needed to. I, I think it's like the way that this week was going, that extra hour of sleep wouldn't have done me anything. And I took naps, uh, when I could as well, but I guess the whole point of going into that whole thing was this was a little bit different than a regular work trip since it was that kind of like big conference reunion type of vibe. But nonetheless, I do still try and keep it as on par with my routine as possible. I brought my greens. I whipped it out at breakfast and I was like, nobody make fun of me for this. And I took it out and my friends were like, honestly, we would have been more shocked if you didn't bring it with you. Um, And I have no regrets. I have no regrets. You know, I just tried to eat the heavy protein options. Obviously, I couldn't count my calories and stuff when I was there, and that's fine. Not a big deal. But when I'm getting like a buffet breakfast and a buffet lunch and a dinner option, I'm just going for what is a high protein option. You know, eggs for breakfast, whatever chicken they were serving for lunch, stuff like that. And that's, that's how I create peace of mind. It was a super, super fun event, though. We got to do this team building exercise, which I always think are fun. Like, people tend to hate that kind of stuff, like team building exercises or roll their eyes or it's so corny. But I would rather do a team building exercise than sit and listen to five hours worth of PowerPoints and phony presentations, you know? So we got to do all these puzzles. I'm really bad at, like, brain-picking puzzles. Listen, I could do, like, Sudoku. I could do crosswords. But when you just give me a sheet of paper that has some sort of like riddle, I'm so bad at it. Um, But our team had to solve all of the riddles or whatever they were, like puzzles. And then we got pieces to a bike and we got to build little bikes for a local boys and girls club, which I thought was so awesome. The representative said that they were giving the bikes, I think there was like 10 bikes in total. They were giving them to kids who got good grades in school. And I, I've just always like getting bad grades in school wasn't really an option for me. And then as I became older, like it, I put the pressure on myself, but caring about your education, I think does help you out in the long run in other aspects of life, just like maturity wise and responsibility wise. So it made me happy that 
these underprivileged kids were getting rewarded and like being taught that education is valuable elsewhere if they like because they might not get that that same thing at home you know but that was my week I wrote down something that I wanted to talk about you guys or talk about with you guys so now I gotta open up my phone because I don't want to forget it oh duh I have some very exciting news for you guys so pay attention pay attention right here if you're gonna listen to anything in the podcast I am organizing a trip with Trovichit if you have never heard of Trova Trip, which is quite a mouthful, so I'm just going to call it Trova because I can't keep doing that. Um, if you've never heard of them, they're basically like a travel agency, very similar to the ones that, let's say, I did for spring break in college. If you ever did that where it's like, you know, you need to get X amount of people that are interested and then you start planning the trip. And then once you get there, they take care of transportation and there's a local from the area who like works with them that will be kind of like your guide. I went to uh, Puerto, uh, I went to Puerto Rico. No, I did not. I keep on getting everything confused. Like I keep telling people I'm going to the Dominican Republic in a month and I'm not, I'm going to Costa Rica. Anyway, um, I went to Punta Cana my senior year of college and I was a little bit nervous, you know, cause it's like a bunch of college kids traveling to a foreign country, but the agency like took care of our rides there and back. And once we got to the hotel, they had a, a Dominican native who basically was in charge of us, in charge of our group activities. She didn't, she wasn't with us 24 seven, but that was our point of contact. So we weren't just like in this country with no one or whatever. Um, and I know a bunch of people that I've been doing the Trover trips lately and they've been so, so much fun. So I have the link. It's, up on my story. It's going to be up on my story all the time. Um, but if you can't find it, just DM me or email me and I'll send it to you. But the first step is getting surveys from you guys, seeing where you want to go, what activities you want to do. And then if we get enough qualified responses, we'll move on and I'll pick a place. And it's just a fun opportunity for me to get to know you guys better and connect with you guys. And if you're like young in your twenties, like me travel, and travel with a group of people who all want to be there too. You know, it's, I've been trying to travel as much as I can lately because I know like, listen, I'm single. I'm in my twenties besides the uh, PTO. I have no restrictions, you know, just my PTO limit. That's really it. And I don't know, I'm super, super excited. And I hope that I get to meet some of you guys too, by doing this. So reach out to me if you do need the link, but fill it out. There's no harm. You know, you don't have to commit to it right now if you fill it out just to say you're interested. Um, yeah, that's that. I did, so I've been doing, I've, I told you guys last week, I've been doing a lot more modeling recently and it's been so much fun. And honestly, I feel so natural with it now, but I had the opportunity this past Saturday to do a photo shoot with Violate the Dress Code. I had seen a ton of girls around my gym wearing their stuff and I'm like, oh, that's cute. But I just never really bit the bullet. Um, but I had the opportunity, I shot with them in a really sick studio. So I'm super excited for those pictures to come back and for me to show you guys. I gotta say, I was missing out. Their bras are, first of all, comfortable. Straps are comfortable. I hate when the straps dig into my traps because I have big traps. Um, they're booby. I'm not gonna lie. Like they're booby. So they look good, but not where I feel like I'm going to spill out of them. So personally, I liked everything that I wore. I'm super obsessed with the camo set right now. 
So if you go on their website and see the camo set, I really, really like it. And I had to share that with you guys. Um, it was super fun. And I hope that I get to do more opportunities like that with them in the future. But other than that, you know, it's been a pretty slow week. I have not watched any TV really besides a few episodes that I could squeeze in, a few of Vanderpump. I'm on season, oh gosh, I forget what's, I think I'm on season, I just ended season four, so or I'm at the season four reunion. Um, but I was busy. I was gone this week, so unfortunately there's not too much tea for you. I wish there was a little bit more, but no interesting stories other than work ones, which I'm not going to. I'm not going to share on here for obvious reasons, but we do have an exciting episode today. I won't give too, too much away, but we'll jump into highlights and then we'll get into the rest of the episode. So let's jump into things. Y'all ready? All right, let's jump into highlights from this week. This week's highlight it was a little bit of a funky week for me because Tuesday and Wednesday I had to do workouts in the hotel gym, which honestly... It wasn't that bad. It was a pretty, it, it wasn't that bad as far as hotel gyms. It's probably the nicest one I've been in. Uh, you know, full Smith machine, everything. They got the whole nine yards. Uh, but I am going to give this week's highlight to my hamstring and glute day with, with, that I did with my friend Marissa again. I think I told you guys a few weeks ago when we hit quads. But I, me and Marissa are similar in like height and our strength isn't too far off. You know, there's some exercises where she can go heavier than I can and vice versa, but she's kind of like a perfect training partner for me, honestly. And she really pushes me through those extra reps or notices little tiny things that I don't see because I'm, I'm in the middle of doing a set. So we had a really, really good leg day. Leg day. We were exhausted by the end of it. And I woke up on Friday and my glutes were burning in the best way. One of the things, though, I kind of wanted to go over that we noticed or she noticed really is when I was doing hip thrusts, subconsciously, I was kind of pushing the barbell a little bit forward with my hands. I gra- I typically grab onto it, you know, right here, like waist length or, or waist width apart. And when I go up and lock out, subconsciously, I was kind of turning the barbell forward a little bit, letting it roll just slightly farther away from my pelvis. Um, and that's something that I didn't realize I was doing. So she noticed it. And then I was like, oh, I, d- I never noticed that. So I switched up. I put my hands a little bit farther out and I felt that that was easier for me um, and just stayed really aware of the fact that I was rolling it forward and it's made a difference. So I always say filming yourself and training with a partner is always such a good way every once in a while to just check that you're doing things right. And I know that a lot of people don't like to film themselves in the gym. That is totally normal. But I always encourage my clients like, hey, if we're online and you're not sure if you're doing something right, just shoot me, like, like try it at home. Go through the movement at home. Grab something fake, like not a real weight. Show me how you would do it. Nobody's in your home. Nobody's in your bedroom. Nobody's going to judge you. But it's worth it to look at yourself and say, oh, I didn't notice that, you know, my head was looking this way or my spine was curving at the end of this or I wasn't getting full range of motion. Things we can't realize when in the moment all we're trying to do is finish the rep or finish the set, you know. 
So that's the highlight for that. My non-health and fitness related highlight, like I wanted to give it to the shoot. I did because I had so much fun doing that, but I got to give it to something else. My, one of my really good friends that is in the Navy is home. I, I honestly, like I didn't even know, but then again, I was away all week. So my head was up in the clouds, but I went to go meet up with one of my girlfriends and she was like, oh, Eddie's home. Like he's going to meet up with us too. So the three of us just went out, got some food, got a drink, got to talk for a while and chit chat and made tons of jokes. Um, and that's gotta be my highlight. I am, I don't really have many friends from high school. Like one, because I just didn't end high school on a good note as we all know. And two, I just don't really care to not gonna lie. But the ones that I do keep in contact with, I love so much just because they were there in such a, during such a vulnerable part of my life, you know, and like I grew up with them. So Whenever Eddie comes home, it's super, super exciting to see him. And I really like I've, I've got to see him a lot in the past year because now he's like working out of Virginia, but he's been overseas a lot, like, you know, deployed. So I don't really get to see him or talk to him because there's no cell service when they're in the middle of the sea. So that's got to be my highlight, just spending quality, quality time with people that I love and also people that serve our country. And I have a lot of respect for him because I couldn't do, I couldn't live the life that he lives and someone needs to. And I'm super, super glad that I have friends like that. He actually told me they were going to dock in Ukraine when that all started like a year ago. And they got like a tip, I guess, that Russia was like, nope, we're going to blow that up. And they didn't. And sure enough, Russia blew up the dock. Um, and he could have been there. He could have been there. So I don't know. I feel like that just puts things into perspective and makes me super, super happy when I get to hang out with them. Um, but that's it. Those are my highlights. I encourage you to kind of reflect. Pick two small things. They might not seem like big deals. But chances are, if you're listening to this podcast, you have some sort of device that you could listen to it off of. And that's in the least is something to be grateful for. You know what I mean? We can really kind of step back sometimes and be like, bad things have happened. Bad things have happened to me, trust me. But that doesn't mean we have a terrible, horrible, bad life. This one might be a hard pill to swallow, but I've had so many conversations with people around my gym or just like friends that I have. And they were like, you know, this is something that you should talk about on your podcast. So it's not so much of an educational, I'm not going to really teach you anything. Today, I just got to get comfortable here. I don't know if you guys have noticed if you're watching on YouTube, I have this thing where I can't just sit normal. Like I can't just sit in a chair and have my feet on the ground. I need to be cross-legged or something. I don't know what it is, but I can't just sit there. And I feel like I'm not the only one that I'll listen. I'll sit at work and, and I'll sit cross-legged. I don't care. I don't care at all. Um, I just said that because I moved that way, obviously, but here's what I wanted to talk about today. I have seen a lot of influencers on social media, fitness influencers, let's say specifically that have been promoting stuff that I'm like, "Mm, that's not really a healthy habit or, or something I would be promoting. And it just made me wonder, you know, like, Uh, Is your favorite influencer actually looking out for your health? 
or just your aesthetic. You know what I mean? And I'm huge on that. And I've told you guys this like a million times. Feeling and comfortable in your body and the way that it looks is super, super important. But health doesn't just start and end at aesthetics. What you put into your body and how you treat it matters so much. So when I see fitness influencers like promoting stuff that isn't healthy, I'm like, okay, this might get you shredded or something like that. But do you actually have your followers' health in best interest? And I don't know. To me, that's like, I feel like I've done a pretty good job, not to toot my own horn, but I've, I've done a pretty good job of transforming and molding my body into something I feel comfortable with while also nixing most unhealthy habits. Listen, I'm not going to say I'm the healthiest gal on the planet, and I preach that 80-20 balance. You know, you want to go out and have ice cream? Have ice cream because God knows I do it. You want to go out and have a drink? Have a drink. I'm talking like stuff on the regular basis. You know what I mean? I also talk a lot about, you know, macros. And if you want to lose weight and stuff, you're, how much you're eating is really the most important thing. But aside from aesthetics, you know, you just want to be making healthy choices. You know, what's the point of looking good right now if you're filling your body with crap and chemicals? I'm telling you, if you feed your body with whole grains, fruits and vegetables, like real just energizing food instead of fake crap, you're going to feel so much healthier. Seriously. So I, I put together a list of a few things that I've seen from fitness influencers that I want to put in big, bright, red, bold letters. This is not a healthy product or a healthy habit. Just because your favorite fit fitness influencer, which oh, hopefully guys, your favorite fitness influencer is me. Okay. I'm just kidding. That was really bad. Please forget that I said that. Um, no, seriously though, if you see like people that you follow are promoting this, just because they're a fitness influencer doesn't mean that it's always the healthiest option. First one, my biggest pet peeve, like my, my biggest cringe when I see people promoting them is energy drinks. And there is a ton of supplement companies that make them Celsius, Alani new. I know Sebum energy is a new one. Ghost people that love bang, 3D, whatever. I don't care what they say on the label. They're not great for you. Celsius was supposed to be like the healthy energy drink on the market. And um, I don't want to whip out stats because I don't have them exactly, but I have heard on multiple occasions that it's had negative side effects on people health-wise. Um, it's not as healthy as it's made out to be. Listen, I work a nine to five. You guys know this. I work a nine to five, then I come home and I go to the gym and then I sit in my bed and do a ton of extra work. Why am I telling you this? Because I'm tired. I get tired a lot, but I don't take energy drinks. There are, you know, pre-workout is not always the best thing for you, but I would take pre-workout over an energy drink or just black coffee, coffee with a little oat milk. Nothing wrong with that. But energy drinks, like, I don't need to tell you that energy, energy drinks are bad. Like, I don't need to tell you that. You know this. So when I see fitness influencers, like, promote, oh, trying a new one or, like, daily energy drink, I'm like, don't share this. 
because that's not healthy. And like, we don't want other people to keep relying on energy drinks. Like, I don't want to get any, I don't want to be responsible for getting any of you guys in an energy drink hole. They are pure crap for your body. So personally, when I see fitness influencers all like, it starts with the energy drinks. When I see them heavily promoting that, I'm like, how, how healthy are your habits? Seriously. Other thing that I see a lot is the whole Rice Krispies during a workout thing or Rice Krispies treats before a workout thing. Rice Krispies treats are delicious. Don't get me wrong. Although personally, just this is just a hot take. I've always liked the homemade ones a lot better than the store-bought ones. I had a store-bought one. I actually had it yesterday for the first time in probably years because I was at that photo shoot for so long and there was like no food basically. So I just grabbed one and was like, let me scarf this down. And I was surprised at how sugary it it tasted. Like, oh, I didn't really taste right. My teeth, because the past few times I've had a Rice Krispie treat, they've always been like the homemade ones. Um, Not the point though. I see a lot of people promoting like, oh, I eat a Rice Krispie treat during my workout or I always have a Rice Krispie treat before my workout. (sighs) Like I said a few minutes ago, I preach 80-20, seriously. But a a Rice Krispie treat every day isn't 80-20, that's 100. You know what I mean? Or I guess zero, 100, I don't know what you want to call it. But I the whole point, the reason why people eat Rice Krispies during a workout is for intra-workout carbs. That just means you're eating carbs during your workout. Um, it helps replenish energy, make sure that you could get through like your whole workout. If you're starting to fade out, like it just kind of helps you get more energy into your body. So personally, when I always have like an extra snack in my bag, God forbid, like I, I go to work out, especially days that I'm coming from the office and I feel lightheaded. Like you don't want that at all. So I always have an extra snack, but I personally have a piece of fruit of a banana, of an apple, in my bag, something like that, something quick, something low in, low in calories, you know, 80 calories for an apple, like a hundred something calories for banana, but it's basically all carbs and natural sugar, just like a Rice Krispie treat, but a lot healthier for you. So piggybacking off of the whole energy drink thing, it's like when I see people being like, get your daily Rice Krispie in or stuff, I'm like, again, this isn't healthy. Like, It'll help you get through your workout, sure, but if you call yourself like a health and fitness influencer, should you really be telling people to eat Rice Krispies every day? That's just my opinion. And then piggybacking off of that, the whole zero calorie thing. And listen, when I first started this whole thing, when I first started like my weight, what was then a weight loss journey and was trying to figure out, you know, how to cut without starving and all that. I fell for the gimmicks. Oh, I fell for the sugar-free this, the zero calorie that. First of all, very few of it tastes good. There are some that do, but you have to ask yourself, you know, if it's zero calories, if it's no sugar, what is it? What are you putting into your body? So I found that a lot of zero 
or light sugar products have sucralose in them. And this is coming from my mother, the pharmacist, because what the heck did I know? I found that I was getting very bloated every single day. I still have, I still have episodes now where like I get super bloated and I don't mean like just bloated, like, Oh, I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, Oh, you look bloated. Like I'm talking like painful. Like it feels like there's fireworks going off in my stomach. If you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. And I brought it up to my mom one day and was like, I'm so sick of feeling like this every day. Like, why am I always feeling bloated? And she was like, check the nutrition labels. I bet you're eating a lot of sucralose and sucralose retains gas in our body. So it actually will make you bloated. You're retaining all the gas in there. And I checked and a lot of the things that I were, that I was eating had a lot of sucralose in it. You know, I used to love the Dan and Light and Fit Greek yogurts because, you know, it was like 12 grams of protein, like 80 calories or so. They had such fun flavors like creme brulee, like all that stuff. Um, but I was having one every single day and it just, it had sucralose in it. So I swapped those out with Oikos triple zero. And I really just tried to stop taking in a lot of sucralose, a lot of protein powders, like most protein powders do have sucralose in it. The one up stuff does have sucralose in it. So I kind of pulled back and was like, okay, that's going to be the only source I really get sucralose from now is my one up protein powder and like pre-workout, I guess, but no more because it was causing me pain and I was bloated. I got super sidetracked here on a whole sucralose thing. When I, so when I first started this whole thing, like I said, I fell for the whole zero calories, whatever it, it, will it help with reaching your calorie goals? Yeah. Like, is it technically useful? Like, for aesthetic reasons, yes. You know what I mean? Like, it it's not like they're a fraud. Like, they are zero calories. They're not lying to you. But they're so filled with chemicals. I, in no, I, I could not in good conscience tell somebody, oh, go get this zero calorie, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? I'll go for when I see things like, let's, let me give a few examples, like, Maple syrup. I used to use the Weldon Farms a lot because Whitney Simmons used the Weldon Farms and she was like, it's zero calories. It tastes good. It does. It does taste good. Um, and then I realized, ooh, I shouldn't be putting this into my body. I'm not really a huge syrup girly to begin with, but if I do use syrup now, you know, it's like my mom gets like the organic, organic low sugar. So it's not no sugar. There's no sugar substitutes. It's just less sugar. You know what I mean? I have found that instead of just trying to swap out like everything with zero calorie substitutes to just fill my body with volume foods. And if I slowly decrease into my deficit, which I talked about a few few weeks ago on the podcast, my appetite's going to adjust. I don't need to fill my body with crap. I don't need to eat just to eat. There's other fun, lower calorie recipes and foods out there. But for my overall health, it's going to be worth it if I, okay, maybe I omit one snack in the day, but instead of using chemical syrup, I use organic syrup. You know what I mean? Same thing with, let's see, Gatorades. I know there's the Gatorade low sugar and the Gatorade zero sugar. 
I'm going to go for the Gatorade low sugar because that just means there's less real sugar. Granted, it's not natural sugar like in fruits and vegetables, but there's less chemicals. And before I move on to the next point, I do want to say in America, especially because I know there's a bunch of you listening from all over the place and Europe has different laws, better laws than the United States does on what can and can not go into your food. It's really hard these days to find something in the grocery store that's not a fruit or a vegetable or like a piece of meat that has not like that doesn't have anything sketchy on the label at our at all. It sucks and it's impossible, but I do try and avoid it when I can. So I guess I'll just dive into what I, what kind of snacks I typically go for. I eat things like pretzels. Popcorn's cool because I just air pop it myself. So it literally is just a popcorn kernel and then I'll put in like salt. Pretzels aren't that bad. Um, let's see. I actually have my Smart Sweets wrapper right next to me. Let me read off. Soluble corn fiber, allulose, um, al, al, or allulose. Allulose is a natural sugar that comes from like figs and stuff, by the way. Isomalto olo, oligosaccharides, lactic acid, chicory root fiber, modified potato starch, rice flour, fumaric acid, malic acid, citric acid, natural flavors, fruit and vegetable juice, coconut oil, Carnauba wax, spirulina extract for color, and stevia leaf. Okay. That was just an example of my Smart Sweets Sour Blast Buddies, if you're looking on YouTube. Here's a little wrapper. Um, Very great alternative to Sour Patch Kids. Three grams of sugar. The sugar comes from stevia leaf, not sucralose, and allulose, which is a natural sugar. Um, But again, there's some things, like I don't know what a isomalto oligosaccharide is. Um, And I was told a while ago, just a good rule of thumb is like, you want to kind of, you want to aim for foods that you could read all or most of the ingredients on the label. You know, it's like there's, because some of them get crazy. Like the first time I read that, let me see, is there any, any more? No, that's really it. Like I'm like isomalto oligo, like they're big confusing words. Those are, those are the ones that tend to be eh, not the best to put in our bodies. But like I said, it's really hard these days. So that's one ingredient out of all the ingredients. You know, I don't have pretzels in front of me or anything, but pretzels don't have too many ingredients on the label. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. That's really, I mean, I have like my Greek yogurt in a day, which again, I look, the Oikos triple zero has stevia leaf, not sucralose. Um, but the whole point is zero calorie stuff, not great for your gut health, not great for your insides. So when I see people pushing like, Ooh, get this zero calorie, this get that zero calorie that I again have to question, like, are you just about aesthetics? Like, do you just care about what you look like? Or do you care about your body? and your gut and all that. And then the last thing, oh my God, I just realized I'm sitting here on YouTube. I'm wearing these shorts. 
I got these shorts in, uh, where did I get them? Huntington Beach, I think last year. And they're super cute. But they're one of those that doesn't have like the zipper in the button. They have like four buttons. So my camera died. I had to go charge it for a second. And I, obviously I went to the bathroom in the meantime. And I was like, Ugh, I'm not going anywhere. I'm just going to button up the top one. Like who cares? But I'm sitting here recording this looking at myself on the camera for all you YouTube folks. And I realized that you could totally tell that there's the huge like hole where I didn't button the rest, but you know what? I don't care because when this is over and I need to go to the bathroom again, I only have a one button to unbutton and that's a win. That's it's worth the opportunity cost. Anyway, um, Moving on, I had one other note I wanted to touch on. Let me see where... Oh, okay. So this kind of goes along with the same thing. You want to watch... This one's a little bit trickier because a lot of people kind of tend to skip over this one. To me, it's not as bright of a red flag as energy drinks, uh, zero-calorie crap, telling people to eat Rice Krispies every day. Come on. Um Supplements, though. I want to talk about supplements for a second. I have looked at 1UP stuff compared to other brands. Like, my friends have tried other brands or sent me nutrition labels, and they're like, hey, can you send me the 1UP one? Just want to compare. Like I said, it's very hard to find stuff these days that have all simple, whole ingredients. You know, I mean, if you're finding a protein powder, you're not going to, it's not going to say like apple, corn kernel, sugar in it. Now, there's stuff that needs to go into it, but before you go and just get whatever supplements because your favorite fitness influencer is like, I use this, you should get it. Check the nutrition labels because one up is a lot cleaner than other brands I've seen. I know my mom uses like vegan stuff and personally, I don't like the taste not going to lie. So for the taste, because I truly love all of 1UP stuff, obviously. Um, For the taste, their ingredients are a lot better than other people's. Do you know how many times I've had to stop people where they're like, oh, like I, uh, um, oh, this is another one. I guess this will piggyback off of it. What I was going to say is people that are like, yeah, I use the lit raw pre-workout from GNC because so-and-so uses it and that stuff makes like it's just actually full of crap and it's so strong like it could probably do some damage to your heart which kind of makes I want I want to say this before I forget it the whole like pre-workout until we want to pass out thing also not healthy I take a non-stim pre-workout because you know me I have such severe anxiety I literally can't handle it But before I started taking anxiety medications, I just took half a scoop of my pre-workout. I could have taken the full scoop and I could have been so pumped up that I was nauseous. But I don't think pre-workout should be abused to like get super high on caffeine, if that's what you want to call it, and jittery and itchy. And people like caffeine is a drug, okay? I know we all like roll our eyes and cringe when people say that, but caffeine is a drug. So for people to be like, oh yeah, I take two scoops of my pre-workout till my face tingles and I'm bouncing off the walls is not that far off from being like, yeah, I love to do cocaine every night I go off because it makes me feel numb. Like they're both drugs. 
So for the influencer that's out there being like, dry scoot, my pre-workout, blah, blah, blah. What are you preaching? What example are you setting? And now I'm thinking of so much more. Dry scooping. Let me finish. Okay, let me finish my tangent on the supplement things. All I wanted to say about that is make sure that you're checking your nutrition labels before you just go and buy a supplement. Um, It might taste good, but are you putting crap into your body or real stuff into your body? Okay. How did I forget? How did I almost let this slip? Dry scooping. And listen, if you've been sticking around for a long time, I used to do it. Hand up. I admit it. I used to dry scoop. I didn't when I first started like taking pre-workout and stuff. I was like, I'm just going to mix it in water like the directions say to do. And then I just started getting lazy. I'm not going to lie. My senior year, I had like a five minute drive to the gym. So I was like, Ooh, I don't know if I want to drink this before. I don't want to get jittery in the car. So I'll just like take a scoop of it and wash it down with water in the car. So not good for you. So not good for you. And I didn't realize it, but then of course, the second I realized it, I haven't done it since. Um, listen, you, I know it might suck, but if you forget, if you don't have water, you can get through a workout without pre-workout. It is possible. I'd rather you do that than dry scoop. Um, there's actually stories of people that have had strokes and heart attacks from dry scooping their pre-workout because it's just so strong in caffeine and it's meant to dissolve in water. That's how it works. So when you're just dry scooping it down, it kind of attacks the heart a little bit. Um, There's a reason why on your pre-workout bottle label, it says mix with eight to 10 or whatever ounces of water. Pre-workout is meant to dissolve in water. It's not meant for you to take a straight shot down the throat. So that's another thing. And I still catch some people doing it now or like daily, whatever, daily dry scoop. And I'm like, girl, there has been so much evidence and so many debates about this by now. You should not be dry scooping anymore. And not to say that like a person is totally incredible if they do any of this stuff. But I think it's so easy for us sometimes to just believe what people tell us on social media or kind of live and die by it. Like, oh, if she looks a certain way or if she has this many followers, I should do what she says to do. And some of our logic kind of goes out the door. Like, oh, she looks really good and she says that she eats a Rice Krispie treat before or in the middle of every workout. I should eat a Rice Krispie treat in the middle of every workout. You kind of forget, wait a minute, Rice Krispie treats aren't healthy for you at all. You know what I mean? So I just wanted to bring those cheer awareness. And I'm sure there's a lot more that I'm going to think of once I stop recording this, because that's just how things seem to go. But I hope that that kind of made you raise your eyebrow and got you thinking today. All right, guys, that pretty much wraps up this week's episode of Confessions of a Gym Rat. Make sure that you're submitting me questions. You can submit them over DM or watch out for them on the Confessions of a Gym Rat story so I can keep answering them for you guys. We will be back next week with an interview and I will be freshly 24 one day in. Um, Go to, seriously, go to the link in my story. I'm going to post a reel as well to put in an inquiry for the Trova trip that I said very slowly. 
because it's a tongue twister. And one last little shout out, just make sure to check out my app and try it for free if you need some structured workouts as well. I hope you have a fabulous last week of April. We are a third, yeah, we're a third of the year down, which is kind of scary to think about. We got two more to go, Um, but that's it. Have a beautiful, happy, healthy weekend, week. Mess that one up, and I'll talk to you next Monday.